Now from the studios of Fox Sports Knoxville, this is 3 and Out with Nate Hodges and Houston Kress. Fan Run Radio. formation football there is and that feeling for Josh Heupel the Tennessee Volunteers are the champions of the Capital One Orange Bowl and Joe Milton has got to feel great Rick Barnes, Bill Self, shake hands Tennessee they're your champs the bad boy mowers battle for Atlantis goes to the Volunteers and they were the bad boys from the jump in this one that's an interesting question. This is a smooth shot. Wake up, squirrels. You got a visitor into the trees. <laughs> you called down the thunder. Well, now you got it. You tell them I'm coming, and hell's coming with me. You hear? Hell's coming with me. White Claw Hard Seltzer Studios of Fan Run Radio. Yeah. We're here. Happy Presence Day Monday to you. Hope you're, uh... I'm feeling presidential. Off to a great start. Mm-hmm. Yep. 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 I mean, it's a good thing we got a holiday today, because if we didn't, it'd be a misery Monday. Uh, I didn't get a holiday today. And nobody wants that. Looks like just Hickman. Mm, yep. Just take me. Mm-hmm. Well, you can do whatever you want after 10 o'clock. I need to get on that program. So, there you go. <sighs> no, it's perfect, really. Yeah. Yeah. Did you have a good weekend? No, it was awful. What are you talking Come on. No. Oh, you, you had a fishing tournament, I thought. Maybe. It was awful. I didn't know. Well, now you know. I thought maybe you were the champion or something, you know? <laughs> I could... At least in Champion your of catching catfish, your competition. I thought maybe you had. Uh, I thought maybe all the bad karma worked up by uh, Tennessee's failures on the hardwood, the diamond. Thought maybe would have translated to you having some success out on the lake. Would have been nice, but alas, I sit here today, Nate, feeling like a big old loser. Mm. Sad. Lehu. Zaher. Where do you want to start? 
Vol 7, UC San Diego, nothing. Working in reverse. I like it. Exactly the way I predicted. I actually do think I said 7 nothing on game three. Did you no watch this game? No, I did not watch that game. I watched the other two in their entirety. I don't know that anyone watched yesterday. And I skipped yesterday. Hey, because I was too lazy to like find it wherever it was streaming only, right? Yeah, those six letters you had to type in pretty difficult. Yeah, MLB. dot com. That was that's a good point. That, is that where it was? Yeah, front page. You didn't have to do anything. MLB. dot com. But can I get that on the TV? Like, I mean, I casted it. I casted it. No, you casted it. Okay. But you couldn't cast cast it. It would skip, so you had to cast, cast cast your screen and then zoom in on the screen. Oh, in- yeah! Instead See, of going it, full screen, so the three letters are getting. Uh, I mean, but it worked. It worked fine. Step, you know. If did, did you watch it? Yeah. Okay. So yeah. see, we have it covered. Did you watch Friday? Yeah. Saturday. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yesterday's game was filmed with a less than an iPhone. Oh, an iPhone would have been such an upgrade. Okay. This was an RCA handheld full cassette tape recording device. Mm. It was like watching Apollo 10 launch. <laughs> you know how and they you go back watching it. You know I'm how they go back in like the old history footage right, and they right. recolor it and you're yes. like, "Oh, this is kind of but I can tell this isn't re-. It was that. It was awful. Yeah. yeah. One camera not two, one. Not a behind the pitcher yeah. and a behind the plate, just behind the plate. No, you know. No score bugs, no widgets, no nothing. Just the old school. We had to wait. It was like you say. were sitting in the back row <laughs> of a grainy. Looking through glasses that you have not cleaned oh. in years. Yikes. All right. But they, but they got the dub. Yes, they did win seven nothing. I think I think it was seven nothing. They never seven, said the score. It was seven nothing. Okay, it was it was seven nothing. They never showed the score. I never knew how many outs there were, what the pitch count was. <laughs> That's rough in baseball. You're just you're just there. That's worse. I mean, and you can see the, the scoreboard in the outfield, but it's so blurry that you can't uh, read it. You yeah. can just see. Well, there is a count. I don't know what it is. Mm. There is a score, but I can't read the numbers. Yeah, it was good. No, you really you missed out. It was an experience. Okay. Blake Burke two for four. See, and Zane Denton. Good for those guys. Get some hits. Yeah, man. Drew Beam one and zero. Six innings, three hits. No, he did good. Yeah. Pitching all weekend was pretty good. Everything else, not very good. Everything else. All right, let's do it. Let's go back to basketball. Really? Yeah. I mean, this is a a last four out or in team. I just got the baseball game pulled up. That's fine. Whatever. Yeah, go. Let's. You can you can make another tab. I'm sure. Well, I had to close all my tabs to get that stream to work. 
So I really have to open up Is all your computer different infected tabs. with like all types of viruses now or something. It was like one of the no, like it's like MLB. There, there, it, wasn't, it wasn't Ben. I mean, I watched the. I mean, I used the app to watch the other two games. It wasn't. I no, no, that was good. They actually yeah. had multiple cameras and three announcements. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <sighs> All right. Sixty-six, fifty-four, Kentucky over Tennessee in the basketball. It was. I don't even know how. I don't even know what to. How I'm going to make a declaration for okay. you know this, but yeah. for the audience, I did not watch the game. I was going to go back and rewatch the game, and Hickman said, "Do not watch this game." Many people said, "Don't watch this game." Why'd you listen to Hickman? I would have loved for you to rewatched it or watched it the first time on replay. Well, I figured with three out of four. Having watched the game, I could just sit back and that's okay. We got take it in, Brad, but th- but now game. it's not three out of four; it's two out of three. It's fine; it's still good odds. Because somebody gave somebody a day off. <laughs> I'll oh. leave it at that. You scored so, nineteen points, Chris, in the first half. Nineteen points. Big ones. Yeah, uh, Kentucky had thirty-nine. wasn't like uh, it was a rock fight. They got theirs. We just didn't get ours. We did have a B.J. Edwards sighting in the first half. Mm, how long did he play? Two minutes. Okay. He had a foul. And then he was subbed out. One foul. One foul. Taken out. Sure. He... You ever been on a team... Oh, this where there's, be good. Where there's a person that's... I don't know... Typically, they're smaller, but not always. Mm. They're actually not that bad at basketball. They're just so scared to make a mistake that when they go in the game, like, you know, they're open, you pass it to them, they catch it, they look around, they pass it to somebody else, they're fine. On defense, you know, you find them somebody to guard, they're fine. Mm. But they're just so scared. They never shoot. They barely dribble. You ever have anybody on your rec teams like that? Like, and you tell them, like, dude, like, mm. like you know, in practice, you, you do fine. Like, dribble the ball, take a shot, it's fine. Mm-hmm. But they're so scared, they just don't do those things in games. Play a few minutes, play the one quarter back in the whatever league, right, you know? right, right, and that's it. You're like, man, I really wish insert name here would have a little more confidence. Probably could be a halfway decent player. That's the way B.J. Edwards looks when he comes in. Really? He doesn't – he never tries with – he never tried to – well, it was only two minutes, first of all. I was I was just about to say, I'm not, he, not to dunk on you, but how much can you really show in but, two minutes? But, I mean, he's the point guard when he's in. He brought the ball up the floor. And, you know, Barnes' is early offense, you know, you got to try and get, do everything you can to get that ball to the elbow and check your post guy and see if he's open down yep, there. Yep, But he – like, he brings it all up the floor, and as soon as he can pass it, he just passes it. And then he – Fades, you know, he he cuts away off the flare, or he goes to set a screen, or whatever. And the next time he comes back and he catches it, he passes. It. And on defense, I mean, I think he got lost once. It wasn't that bad. And then he, I don't know, they got on, they jumped all over him about something. I can't even really remember now. When he came out of the game, I mean, Barnes just laid into him, and he went on the bench and he never came back. He's just broken. Like they. Mm. 
But here's here's the craziest thing about the game to me, Houston. And a lot of people, unless I mean the the thirty seven know this because I started charting it in a group in the group chat. Oh, okay. Tennessee came out to start the second half and ran their three around two dribble drive offense. And they ran it every single possession the entire second half. Huh? Every single one. Really? Every possession. Every time? Every time down the floor. I charted every possession from four and a half minutes in just to make sure. And logged them. Like, Sounds like it was pretty easy. Uh, yeah, but I Again. was putting like Again. You know, who shot. Again. Who, oh, okay. But, oh, you but re- he, like you really logged it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Even the offense rebounds because you know that's how we score a lot. Um, but here's the crazy thing: that offense was way better than whatever we tried doing the first half. We literally ran an offense. I wish. I, I wish the whiteboard was like in here. Like I really wanted to jump on the whiteboard today and be like, "All right." This is what Tennessee did in the second. This is maybe why our offense is so bad because we ran a you know a third grade offense all second half and scored thirty five points. Mm-hmm. And whatever we did in the first half was much much worse. Like they literally said, "All right, well here I'll just try and describe it." So Tennessee's three around two dribble drive offense, both post. After the early offense, which mm-hmm. is rim runner, trailer, whatever, once yeah, both yeah. posts end up down low, they essentially fade to the short corners. Okay. So there's tons of space yes. around the free throw line, both elbows. Both. You got three guys out high. We've noticed them trying to run this offense earlier in the year because it looked like the weave. Yes. Remember that? I don't remember exactly which game, but at one but point. I talked about it. We made fun of it. Yes. That game. Yes. Because very specifically, it looked like watching the Harlem Globetrotters when they're out up front doing the weave. The weave. And it's kind of like, what are we doing? I think okay. because it was frustrating that game because we were, I believe we were down a few possessions and it felt like we were oh, almost was, like burning clock. Was it Kentucky the first time? Or Florida. It was one of those It two. was Kentucky then. It wasn't on the road. It was a home game. Oh. Okay. It, it was. It was Kentucky. You can remember the uniforms, can't you? Yep. That's all I... And just watching that and cocking my head thinking, what the hell are we doing? Well, here's what I think has happened. So the two bigs go to the short corner. Mm-hmm. The three guards are in what we call an odd set, right? One's top of the key, two on the wings, right? They are supposed to drive the basketball, and then whichever direction they're driving towards, that other wing player then loops behind them. Mm-hmm. Gets downhill, takes a little pitch back, and attacks the basket. Yep. Okay. So, Tennessee, to my knowledge, hasn't really run this much or ever last year or the year before. Like like before. This is the first time I've really noticed at least this type of spread out, you know, dribble drive action. I do not recall it. The reason it... I know this from trying to teach players how to run a motion offense. Mm Mm-hmm. Whatever motions you show them first are typically what they revert to when they don't really know what to do. Okay. So the first move I'm sure that you teach in this is to rip through, attack the basket, and whichever way you're going, if you get cut off, then that guy loops and you pitch it and he tries to get downhill and attack the basket. And then he's obviously going towards another guard who then comes for a pitch. 
Well, when we noticed it the very first time, I, maybe it was the first Kentucky game. Like, that's all they were doing. It mm-hmm. was that same movement over and over and over, which turns into the weave. That's why it looked like the weave. That's why it wasn't very good. Yeah. Well, they came out in the second half in this game, and it was different. They've practiced it some more. They've ran it against other teams a little bit here and there. And so when they started attacking the basket out of that look to start the second half, it was Meshack made jumper. Vescovy made layup. Vescovy made three-pointer. I mean, like, they scored seven points in the first minute and 20. Now, keep in mind they were on a less than a minute per point pace, pace yeah. in the, in the yeah. first half. Yeah. And they actually, for a while, I mean, it, it was creating really good shots because it wasn't the weave. They were attacking both sides. Um, the post, while starting in the short corner, still are ready to duck in. Anytime their guy helps up mm-hmm. or off or laterally, they're supposed to duck in. That way they can catch and score, and there's room for them to duck in because of the, the space there. And then also, there is a blocker-mover element of this hmm. where if a guard – like cuts baseline around to try and like reset positioning or whatever, or even pop or even get so deep that they're down there near the block, then the post guy can kind of move up the lane and set a screen for that guard. Mm-hmm. Right? I didn't even think we were very good at running this offense, but because it was not complicated, because it was very simple, and because it was more attack the basket, our offense looked like a different animal to start the second half. I mean, it was. Like, Tennessee got back in the game running this offense. I could teach it to fifth graders in ten minutes. And that's not bad. That's not a bad thing about, like, a, a lot of these college offenses are are pretty simple in terms of the rules, but then you let these guys play and play and play, and they get really, 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 right, really right. good at it. That's kind of the point. But the problem was, like, that – I mean, we had to go to, like, a change-up, and then we just kept throwing it all second half. Mm. So, eventually, you know, Kentucky kind of figured it out, slowed our offense down. Then, you know, obviously we were way behind, so we couldn't really get over the hump. I was trying to look at – what do we – we cut it to eight? 58-50 at the seven-minute mark. At seven – sorry, at 7.25. 7.25 left in this game, as bad as it was, we were only down eight when Meshack hit a layup. We still had seven minutes to go and we're only down eight. Down eight, and I think we were 0 for 8 from three, uh, the free throw line at that point in the second half or something. Like, we didn't make a free throw in the second half. We did not make a free throw the entire second half. I saw 4 of 14. I thought we, were, I think we were 0 of 8 for the second half, the whole thing. And that was meant – Yeah. Include the ones at I the end. Yeah. yeah. So, really good – Really good day on the line. Four of 14. Well, the problem is who took the free throws. Plavsic was 0 of 3. Awaka was 0 of 1. Uh, Meshack was 1 of 5. You know, Ziegler was 2 of 3. And uh, Vescovy didn't attempt a free throw. Hmm. And Tyreek Key was 1 of 2. So, Ziegler missed 1. Key missed 1. Vescovy didn't attempt any. And the other three guys that shot free throws are like your worst free throws. Yeah. Although I don't, I didn't even know if Meshack was good or bad because you know he's been such of a so much more of a defensive guy. But I mean he 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 stepped up and you know at least tried to make some things happen on the offensive end. He had a really 
Um, you he know, had sixteen. Yeah, he had a really another really good game on defense, and uh, yeah, he was seven of twelve from the floor. Chris, sixteen points. Wow. And Vescovy went off in the second half. Vescovy tried to just put the team on his back and carry him. There was a stretch where it felt like he scored like four out of five possessions, like hit a three, layup, you know, came back another layup. I mean, he he better have stepped up because he didn't score in the first half. He tried. I mean, he he tried to put him on his back, but it, you know, you're just you're down you're down twenty at halftime, twenty at half mm-hmm. to a team that's not going to make a team that wouldn't have made the tournament except you let them beat you twice this season. Yeah. Well, him and Cal are friends, so. I'm sure he's really proud of him. Yeah, you're 22 of 59 from the floor, 6 of 27 from three. We got 14 more shots than they did. How does this keep happening? Yeah, and it wasn't, it, then the game wasn't even close. That was another thing. Like, when, that, when the offense picked up in the second half, the defense picked up, too. There were more deflections. Kentucky turned it over a few times. Kentucky only attempted one field goal, I think. It was a crazy stat. They only attempted, like, one field goal in the first three minutes of the half because they turned it over three or four times. It was – it was for that little stretch, it looked like the Alabama game. Mm. It, we were scoring out of this, you know, 32 dribble drive, I've been calling it. And Oh, you've named it. Yeah, and Good. they were just turning it over. Uh, Sheboy missed a jumper to start the half. And then they – let's see here. That's weird. No, oh, well, it would help if I was start if I was in the second half, not the first half. Mm, yeah, Shibuya did not miss a jumper to start the half. That was okay. the start the game. Toppin turned it over to start the second half. Reeves then turned it over next. Then Shibuya turned it over. Then Kentucky took a timeout because Meshack made a jumper, Vescovia made a jumper, and then Vescovia made a three. So that was it was a seven oh run to start the second half. Mm-hmm. So you cut it from from twenty to thirteen, and Cal had to take a timeout. Then they came out and top and turned it over again. <laughs> I think Vescovy had an open three on the corner on that one. He did. Yep. Um, they they missed their first field goal of the second half a minute fifty five seconds in. Hmm. And Kentucky didn't score until seventeen forty five, and that was just one of two from the line. Crazy. They didn't make their first. We held them without a field goal for two two minutes and fifty eight seconds. To start the second half. So the question is like, why 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 do they start the game that way? I don't know. Why do we start the game so sluggish, so just anemic? I mean, it was. Did they it was did bad. they look like they were ready to play? They no. just weren't. Oh, okay. Oh, dude, it was. It was probably the worst. What, what do you think, Brett? The worst they've played all year. The first half, probably, yeah. I saw, I saw John tweet that. He said, yeah. that is the worst half of basketball he's seen, I think he said ever, like uh, under Rick Barnes. Like, it was that bad. Well, we need Ziegler to stay on the floor. I mean, we get in trouble when he comes off the floor. That's why B.J. Edwards went in the game. And Tyreek Key, I don't know what's going on. He only on played now. 23 minutes. Ziegler? Yeah, why? Foul Fouls. trouble. But, but he, he didn't foul out. Right. Well, you know. He, he would have. You know, he got two and. Didn't all right, he came he, back in. Didn't they sub him off offense defense? I think you even said it in the yeah, chat. Yeah, so it was he fouled his first foul was at seventeen fifty two. Um 
I'll have to. Uh, so he he got two and they sat him. Yeah, he was reaching too. So I mean they were. And then there was a couple he should have let go. Just let him have the basket. Two of nine from three, I see. Mm-hmm. It's got to be hard for him to get in a rhythm when he's playing. What five six minutes and foul and he's coming out. Yeah, I'm trying to find this. Uh, 14.05 left in the first half was his second foul. So we had to go 14 minutes with him on two. I don't remember how much he played out of that 14 minutes. I would guess not a lot. I don't know if he played at all. Uh, B.J. Edwards fouls at the 9.42 mark, so that was one of the two minutes he was in the game. (laughs) Was it? Was it just one two minute spurt? I'm assuming. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just wanted to be sure. Mm-hmm. Another dandy from Tyreek Key, I see. Yeah, he disappeared again. I don't. You have one point. One uh, point. Zakai, let's see. Fourteen oh five. Zakai had a foul. Then at three forty two, he made a three point jumper. So they did bring him back late in the set, in the uh, first half, even with two fouls. That was the first three, wasn't it? That we hit? Uh, maybe. Probably. Good. It was bad, dude. I. It was. I'm trying to think at the, the worst point. I think it was, yeah. It was as we were approaching the eight, under eight timeout, and we only had eight points. I was like, this is, uh, this is pretty bad. It was fifteen to eight, with eight twenty six left to go in the first half. Fifteen to eight, and they scored thirty nine. Yeah, yeah, they got hot at the end of the uh, half. We sounds we, like it. We did not. Crest. It was twenty seven to twelve, with three fifty left in the half. Twelve. Twenty seven to twelve. We'd played sixteen minutes. And 10 seconds of basketball, and we had 12 points. <laughs> just cold just cold shooting day, I guess. Cold shooting, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's the problem. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was something. We're going to open up the Big Orange Philly phone lines, let you guys discuss, weigh in. I mean, the second half. Please huh? call in to educate me more about yes. this game that we I missed. We need you to tell Chris. What really happened on? And Saturday. I think Nate has done a great job. But I'm what? Doing my but best. if he missed something, yeah, I want to know about it. Eight six five five four six eighty two hundred. The number to join the program right here on Three Now. Houston, I think I buried the lead. Tennessee had uh, scored. Meshack made a layup at the 11.58 mark of the first half. Mm-hmm. That was our third and fourth points. So it took us eight minutes and two seconds. To make two shots. To score 
points, three and four. We went over eight minutes with two points. Now, I know, I know I get called basketball nego Nate or whatever, but... Uh, I'm king of the nega balls, so... Sorry. Okay. To be the prince or something. Wait, no, I don't want to do that. All right, so... I know I I know I take some heat for criticizing um you know our offensive coaching. But at some point when you're stuck on two points after two minutes, three minutes, four minutes, five minutes, six minutes, seven minutes, can we call a damn play and mm. get a bucket? Can you can you maybe call something that you've practiced and really try and just I don't know, maybe that's too much to ask. All right, to the big orange Philly phone lines we go. Matt's up first today. What's up, Matt? You're on three and out. Man, why y'all being so negative towards the volunteers today? They played really hard. Yep. I'm assuming he's correct because I did not watch the game. So if they played said, hard, me, if they played hard, me, that's enough. Let me, let me, let, let, here's kind of what it would be like for you out on the, uh, I'm assuming you were fishing, right? Yes. So imagine you're fishing. And you throw the first cast in, right? Yeah. And you hook something. Yeah. Something big. And you're like, hell yeah. You bat, were you bass fishing? I was. Okay. Uh, Smallmouth fought pretty good, right? Oh, yeah. So you're hooking that thing, man. All of a sudden, what the heck, man? This thing's huge. And you get pulled into the water. And you get pulled down underwater. And your buddy's on the boat just screaming, like, what the heck's going on? And you get pulled down to a fish colony. That was actually fishing for humans. That's that's what that's what that game was like. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, it was that bad. It was it was that bad. God. Nate, I, I, Nate, I, Nate, would you like? Were we just missing shots? Were we not getting shots? Both. Okay. Yeah, I don't. I mean. I don't feel like we got many great looks. Like it's not like we went in wide open for a layup and just blew it. I mean, it's Kentucky. Like that, what they? I mean, they're pretty <laughs> athletic. But when we did get a semi-good look and we shot it, we missed it. Yeah, I'll tell you, man. What sucks is we're just not. We're just not good on offense. We're not good. We're just not. Like even Viscovi is not great. He's just a. He's a solid player that's streaky. And the problem with this team is, is when they're when we're when the streakiness is hitting and we're scoring, it's it's a good thing to watch because your defense is is clicking, and we're not awing people with eighty points a game, but you look like a really good solid football or a basketball team because you're scoring, and you're playing good defense. But man, that, the more the season goes on, the less we are efficient on offense, and. Who who did you guys say said that might be the worst game they've ever seen? Uh, John Reed. So well, it said the first half was maybe the worst half of Tennessee basketball yeah, Reed, he's ever seen. Dude, he's he's spot on, man. That was that was atrocious basketball, like shockingly bad under a Rick Barnes team basketball. And the fact they didn't call a play for the first six minutes, I was the same way, just screaming like, "What are we? What is going on here?" And then they're just. It was weird because these teams that are long and lengthy are realizing how to play us later in the season now. Yep. And all they got to do is just push us out, just lock down the threes. Don't give us a three point shot because we can't make a we can't make a fifteen twenty or fifteen or twenty footer. It ain't happening. 
And we obviously can't hit a wide-open layup. Hell, our big guys aren't that great. So it's just they know how to play us now. Just push us out, guard the three, and leave that middle wide open and see what we can do. We just can't – we can't do anything. I don't know. I don't know how you correct it, guys. This late in the season, how do you fix the fact that you can't score? Well, they tried to put in a whole new offense, and it actually worked. And that's what drives me crazy. If you can put in a very basic offense and come out to start the second half and go on a 7-0 run and force Kentucky to call a timeout and then actually you know, score 35 points and a half. I mean, if this team could score 35 points a half against good teams, they're going to win a lot of games. Mm-hmm. And that, that's what frustrates me. I to figure that out, though? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I that's the, the aggravating thing is like you watch it and you're watching it unfold, watching it unfold, and then the timeout calls are in oddly they're odd times, and then we I hate when these coaches when you get two fouls on a player and they automatically just rip you out of the game. I can't stand that. Was it the Bama game where Nate Oates they were talking about that? And yeah, he left him in. Yeah, and yeah, I, who was it? It was Billis and who else was on the call? That was was it? Yeah, one Ravage was no, it? Oh, I don't remember the. Guy's but he, name but he name. said like Nate Oates does not view the third foul, or maybe he was talking about two fouls. But he anyway he was saying most coaches pull guys, and apparently Nate Oates had looked at the analytics and said it, it it's not like once they pick up their second to automatically bench them is not the right move. Yeah, it's a bad well, decision. You want to leave those guys in if you're in a close game and you've got good foul shooters. Yeah. We we don't have great free throw shooters. We got some. We got like two really good ones, and then like twelve horrible ones. So yeah, the free throw shoot that is weird. It's we're it's like everything else, dude. We're just up and down. Like Kobe mm-hmm. can come out and knock. You know he can knock down fifty straight, dude. And you're like, this guy's unbelievable. And then he's gonna miss the next forty. I mean, dude, he <laughs> took like, over in the second half. I mean, he did. He, t- he, he took did, over. He did, but it, it it's just a microcosm of his. No, he. What did he end up with? Six seventeen. Yeah, I guess he. Yeah, I thought he was all in the that. second half. Like that's yeah, that's he scored really seventeen good. points yeah. second half, and he was seventeen and thirteen from the floor. It wasn't like he took that many shots in the first half. No, he didn't. And Key Man is is I don't know. It's he had a really good game. Who was it against Bama? Or who was it? Was it the first Kentucky game? No, it was Missouri. Missouri, where Missouri. you know we came back yeah. in the second half off on his back. He had twenty three, I think. Yeah, right. But that's another. Classic example of this team. You got one guy that steps up for one game, and then where's everybody else at? This game, Vascovi steps up in the second half. Where's everybody else at? I mean, Key's not there. I think there was a game where Phillips stepped up and had twenty plus. Yeah, Southern Cal. Mayshek yeah, is good, but we. Yeah, Mayshek's had a couple, but they all don't seem to put it together at the right time. And if they do all put it together, it's twelve points here, thirteen points here, twelve points here, ten points here, and we usually have a pretty good game. But I don't know, man. It, I wish I knew the answer to it, but it's a weird. It's a weird situation. It's weird watching this basketball team. It's just weird, and I don't. I don't know if this is good. Like a few weeks ago, you guys know I was like, "Yeah, I want us to fail now, get it out of the way, and do it going into postseason." And you know, but now I'm like, God, I don't. I don't know if they're gonna be able to fix, fix this it. Yeah, shooting crap. It's that. It's that bad. Yeah, I don't know. GBO. See you, fellas. Thanks for See the you, call. Matt. Well, Matt asked the question, why does it take why did it take till halftime like make that adjustment mm-hmm. on offense? I'll tell you why. Because essentially we're running like 
We're running like a Mark Rick Georgia pro style in the first half. And in the second half, we came out and ran Josh Heupel's air raid. Like, it's that big of a shift, what we're doing on offense. Hmm. Like, like we don't – we have no offensive identity, right? We haven't all year. The early – we haven't since Admiral walked across the stage or whatever, you know, walked, yeah. walked across on senior night. I mean, like, it, it's – we are running the same offense a lot of the times that worked great with Grant, Admiral, and Bone. Grant Williams was the best player on the team. At least, you know – like, got to have a bucket. He's who you want to go to. It's an early – like, early offense is built to get the ball to the elbow, make post entry, and that post player scores or gets fouled. We don't have that dude. We don't have a post player no. that when he catches it with two feet in the paint is a guaranteed bucket. That guy does not exist on this roster. And I know Kamwa did it once and scored 27 once, but even as Rick Barnes has, has admitted – we got we got to find a guy down there. You don't have him. He ain't on this team. He's not there. Quit trying to find him, because you'll just try and find him your way right out of the first weekend of the NCAA tournament. He ain't there. It ain't going to be Plavsic. It's not Kamwa. It's not Awaka. Plays really hard and, and like all of these guys are great role players. None of them are a go-to guy. Yeah. None of them, and they're never going to be. You're not there. There's not a Grant Williams or an Admiral Schofield on this team. You better start figuring out what these guys can do. And what's frustrating to me is a guy like Meshack gets a little playing time and, wow, this guy can do some stuff. But we don't, like, we don't coach, we don't design the offense in a way for them to be successful. We're running an offense that features Grant Williams, and he ain't on the team. Now, how much sense does that make? So it does come, not make a lot of sense. So we come down trying to make post entry to a guy that's not Grant Williams. Then we go through our, our pin downs and our curls and our whatever to hit mid-range shots that Jordan Bowden was excellent at, and Jordan Bone even got really good at. And, hell, even Admiral Schofield was, I mean, straight money. Money. And he started just popping out even further and knocking down threes. And so, like, we're running this off, and, and it just it doesn't work. So eventually, half of them, they're like, screw it, scrap it, we're going dribble drive, which is like a completely different mm-hmm. category of offense. I mean... If you looked at this roster, you'd say this team probably isn't great. Isn't probably a great dribble drive team either. But with Meshack and Ziegler and Vescovy, <laughs> who even though people think he's slow, is actually really good at yeah. getting angles on people, getting people in the air, and get, get, getting space. You put those guys on the floor, and all of a sudden, boom! Points, 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 points. Because you're not featuring these bigs that aren't any good on offense. Not to mention that, Chris. The weirdest part of the first half, from the from the big standpoint. Kamwa and Awak- Kamwa and um, and Adu start the game. Yeah, I would argue they're the better of the two offensive guys. Yeah, Awaka and Plavsic sub in together. It was always Awaka and Plavsic together, basically giving you no offense when those two guys like it. it instead of rotating one in at a time, it was two and two and two and two and two the whole first half. It was weird first. Uh, Final segment, hour number one, back at you. Give us a shout, 865-546-8200. Stick with us right here on 3 and Out.
Final segment, hour number one. Yeah, I just don't understand. Plovsic and, I mean, do, do you think they view Plovsic as a, as better offensively than Adu? He did have 19 against Kentucky in the first game. So maybe in so maybe. this particular game, yes. Mm-hmm. But oh, Adu is also coming off his best game against Alabama. See, I would make... I would think it would make sense to play Kamwa and Awaka, Adu and Plovsic, or Kamwa and Plovsic, Adu and Awaka. Mm-hmm. I don't. Like that, that didn't uh, didn't make any sense to me. And then Adu got in bad foul trouble too. Second half, they kept him take him out. He got three and four, like almost back to back, both on Shibway. And I was kind of like, why do we have to put him on Sheepway? Put one of the other bigs on Sheepway. But it was just weird to me that we never subbed one big in. Like, why not? Mm. If you want to start Adu and Kamwa, because you feel like they're the two best guys. Yeah. Then why not bring in the third best guy and rotate one out and then bring in the fourth best guy? So every time it was both for both? In the first half it was. In the second half, I think I noticed them playing the opposite pair. Hmm. But, yeah, I mean, just, I don't know. It was, it was the weirdest half of offensive basketball. I, I, I don't I don't even know how to describe it. It's like, I mean, you know, Kentucky, I think we're going to struggle with teams – you know, like this. I, I don't. It's weird though, because Alabama's pretty long and athletic. Yeah, but it's not like we were great on offense that day, right? I mean, uh, we just, no, we we're just kind of good enough. Well, I mean, Matt kind of said it. Like that's what this team is. Like they're just they get on little streaks, mm-hmm. and if you have enough of those in a game where your defense is really good, you can win. But it sounds like we didn't have a streak in the first half. Oh, well, we had a streak, all right. No points. For or two points for eight minutes, yeah. But don't you worry; those droughts are just fabricated by the fan base's own perception and delusions, right? And I don't know. I saw people talking about how this team divides the fan. I don't. I don't really think that's true. I think, I think people's need to put some to put everyone in a box is part of it. Like, you can criticize the offense and say that this was like god awful and and still and, and not say you want to fire Rick Barnes but that's what everybody's if you criticize Rick Barnes at all now yeah. well you want him fired well no no one said that you said that right. i didn't say that you said that no that that's that's people's reaction though if if you're negative then the only thing you want and i say if you're negative if if you're calling out lackluster anything Offense, defense, rotations—it doesn't matter. If you if you say that that was not the most perfectly coached game, yes, people who even if they agree with what you're saying, what you're saying, will say, "Oh, oh, so so firing Rick Barnes is the only an-. no, it's not, it's not, it's not the only answer. It's not even an option. I didn't even bring that up. Yeah, we, you brought that up. Yeah, now. and then but then once you kind of get labeled that, it just becomes a snowball effect where every time you mention anything like, "Oh, that was a bad shot. Oh, so you want the coach fired?" No, I, I just said that was a bad shot. Or oh, this lineup doesn't make a lot of sense. Oh, oh, could you could you do better? 
Uh, well, yeah, well, making lineups. I think well, I maybe, but what, what yeah. are you getting? Oh, so you, so you, you should be the coach instead of Rick. Bo- no, I, no, but that's what it's become. Yeah, and I think that's what people are saying when they say, "Oh, this team has divided the fan base." I think it, this team has exposed like the variability of opinions on or within the fan base. Yeah, I mean, because you you beat the number one team in the country. One day and a few days later, you lose to a you know borderline tournament team, right? And it wasn't even and, and you and wasn't even close either. I mean, it, as king of the Negavols and also the biggest homer mm-hmm. in this town, depending on the hour in which I tweet, <laughs> this team has made it difficult to to have a conversation about them. Yes. Does that make sense? Uh-huh. Like, because of what you see from this team, because it can be so good and also, <laughs> and I missed it, but so bad, so bad in the first half, it doesn't really, like, it doesn't matter what you believe of this team. Like, because th- there are people who say this team is losing in the first weekend. It is done deal. It's 100%. Then there are other people who say this team's going to go to the Final Four. This is this is the team that's going to make I the don't run. know how. And you, you can't be right or wrong. And you can't argue back and, and feel good about it, I don't think. I don't know how anyone could even say either one of those things. Look at them. I know. How can, I don't know what they're going to do tomorrow. I know. <laughs> like, that's, that's my point is we, like, there, there are certain teams and certain sports where eventually you, you get an idea, right? Last year's Tennessee baseball team. It's a really good team. Historically, historically great. We all thought at times they teetered on an emotional edge, which in some games was a really good thing, and some games it was not a good thing. Like the Notre Dame series, when Gilbert gets, you know, he gets tossed and then Anderson gets tossed, it's like, okay, we saw the bad. Mm-hmm. But you kind of expected that at some point. With this team... No idea what to expect. None. None. Absolutely Often, no idea. I, ex- I, I hang on. I expect the defense to be pretty good most nights. Yeah, that's about it. That's about all I can really hang my hat on with this crew. Yep. It's it's phenomenal, really. We'll come back. Kick off hour two next.